0: Welcome to another episode of Design Under Influence, this show specifically focuses on helping architecture design and engineering professionals to use technology as a competitive advantage. In other words, let the tech do the grunt work so you can do your best work. That's kind of what we're all about. And today, my co-host and I, uh, Boris, by the way, hello. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today? Just sound checking making sure you're still here, um, I'm still here. Awesome. And so today we're going to talk about an important subject I think that all of us all of us literally all of us deal with every day but as companies we deal with it a little bit differently and that is upgrading your operating system to the next release. And so you know Boris and I talked about this and that's kind of what uh, uh, prompted this this conversation today is hey Windows 11 is out right? Or is-
1: Windows 11 is out. Yeah, and some some companies, some manufacturers, are already shipping it um, as part of their computer, or
0: as part of the computer build. Yeah, and then on the Mac side, what's the news on the Mac side? Monterey is out. Uh, it's been out since late November. Yeah, and I just got a new new MacBook, the M1 souped up thing. By the way, and those of you watching on video. It's just incredible in terms of like the camera quality and I'm speaking into the mic. I'm not speaking into this mic, into the professional mic. Um, I'm speaking into uh, the Mac mic just to sort of have a little test and see how it works out. But in any event, Monterey is already pre-installed on mine and I've already had to deal with a few issues. But anyway, so what we're going to do today, Boris, is we're going to talk about um, the timing and how to deal with these updates for the organization? So maybe you can lead us in and kind of, since we have number of clients in the position now to update or not update. How do you think about this from a, a company perspective?
1: Um, so I think your overall strategy as a company um, should be should be to wait, right? Um, you want to, and I know some people are itching to get their hands on the latest and the greatest, but you want to make sure that once you update the operating system, it is compatible with all your other tools. And this is where we see see the biggest issues is, not all the tools are now compatible once you have the latest and the greatest installed. So our strategy and our advice initially is, look, you wanna wait, you wanna make sure that all the tools that you're using, um, all all other companies release updates for their software to make sure that they're supporting the newest operating systems and the newest features, and they're actually playing nicely. Um, And then you also want to make sure that all the bugs are worked out in the operating system itself, because usually what happens is it takes maybe one or two releases after, or one or two updates after, to actually get all the kind of bugs worked out to where it's it's stable. Um, The first release is usually basically beta, even though they call it production, it's still some sort of beta that is not fully
0: um compatible with all the devices out there. So you want that new Tesla because it just came out this year. Um, you know, you want to be one of the first ones to 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 drive it out on the road, but that will be uh that would be, I guess, still uh risky for an individual because you know it's a new car, new production, new thing. And and you're sort of taking a risk to you know that it's not going to work properly. The metal's not going to fit. We 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 know all the issues with Tesla, right? Especially model Model Three came out. In a business setting, this analogy doesn't really work as well because you have a fleet of Teslas, right? So you don't really see a lot of organization, like let's say a city of San Francisco adopting all Teslas right as soon as they come out. It's not going to happen because it's going to break the business. Uh, It's going to not allow them to do the work. So. With that said, Tesla, well, it's just in this comparison, is, let's just say it's a superior product. And yes, there is a reason why they make those updates and they work on them for years. And it closes a lot of loopholes and it helps with security. So how do you balance, this is the one thing I was thinking about. So if I am remaining on older operating system for let's say two to three months, would that be, by the way, what's, what is the timeline recommendation on waiting? Because you said wait is the best strategy for the time being. What is that timeline?
1: It's more than two to three months. Um, depending on the size of your organization and the amount of applications that you're using, uh, we can talk about you know six
0: months to a year being the realistic timeline, right? Six months to a year before upgrading the system. Now, how do you make sure that the team... Um, sort of is like this strategy is consistent across the organization. Let's say I have a twenty architects and I have uh, you know a number of support people, and we have partners and we have contractors, whatever. How do I manage that stable of humans? To make sure that you know one doesn't you know run ahead of the people.
1: <laughs> All right. so, so this would be also similar to not just updating um, the operating system, but also major upgrades across your other applications, whether it's Autodesk Suite or ArchiCad or VectorWorks, right? Because all those tools require to be on the same version uh, for you to work. Right. As soon as somebody, as soon as one upgrades, everybody else has to upgrade um, in order to open those same files. So this is similar. You should already have those type of processes um, in place. So that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't cause issues for your workloads. So training your people would be very important. And just say, look, you know, Windows 11 just came out. Please don't install it. So that would be one. Now, what we do for our customers is we have specific tools uh, to block those updates. And so we manage all the updates and upgrades for our customers. Um, so we have tools that allow us to block, you know, let's say an upgrade to Windows 11 or an upgrade to Monterey. We also have, like, we have one client who still on macOS Catalina because the applications that they use for their daily design workflows don't work with Bixer. So, you know, we're blocking Bixer and Monterey for that. Um, So we're doing all of that to make sure that, you know, somebody doesn't accidentally just upgrade because downgrading is actually a bigger problem. Um, On some of these systems, you can't even downgrade Mm. gracefully. Like you would lose all your data. You'd have to reformat the hard drive and so on.
0: Uh, you and I spend a lot of time educating people on security, cybersecurity, and all the issues. Uh, we, in fact, we design a course so you can find it on our website, our, getarchit.com. It's a free cybersecurity course. We also have an ebook or guide. Uh, but having said that, um, how staying? This is always my concern. When I'm when I'm one or two systems systems behind the current. Am I not a target?
1: So with both of these, the Microsoft side and the Mac OS side, uh, the operating systems are still in full support. So Windows 10 is going to be in full support until year 2026, I believe, if not longer. So there's uh, once a new operating system comes out, the older ones are still in support for at least five years. So that means all the security updates mm-hmm. are still being included for those systems. And re- installing security updates we not, not only do we recommend, we encourage everybody to install the security updates, just don't get the big upgrade, right? So when you look in system, when you look at options, when you get that pop-up that updates are available, you will see that there's, um, you know, on your Mac, you would see security update for Mac OS, Big Sur, and then it'll have like a, you know, version 11 dot something, dot something. And then let's say, you know, an upgrade for two month or eight. So those are two different things. So you can still install the security update, just make sure you don't install the Monterey one. Uh, so yeah, but I guess, so the point is, yeah, all the operating systems are still supported. It's it's only the features that you're really missing. So if you really want some some feature that, you know, only Monterey has or only Windows 11 has, then you're kind of, you know, holding yourself back
0: from, from uh, using that feature. But from a security standpoint, uh, and that's out of issue. Now, what have w- you seen from your experience over the last you know ten years plus serving architects? What have you seen in terms of tech stack? And the, by tech stack, I mean, not, the tools that architecture design and in some some extent engineering companies use, um, which tool or set of tools typically are the laggards. In other words, you have to wait the longest to be updated to the new system. So only then you can convert your whole, update your whole, your your computer and your operating system.
1: Well, I think what happens is your major design tools are your biggest constraint. So your Autodesk suite, uh, you know, your Archicad, your Vectorworks. And the reason for that is, especially in larger firms, when you have more projects and also projects that take longer time to complete, right? From design, you know, from initiation to completion, to take years, right? Like five years, seven years for some of the bigger commercial projects. So what happens? What happens there is you're still using the older version of the software. So let's say, let's say you're using Autodesk um, AutoCAD 2018 um, because you still have that project in 2018, and all your consultants are using 2018, and you can't, so you can't upgrade you can't upgrade it to a later version of the Autodesk product. And let's say AutoCAD 2018 or Revit 2018 doesn't work on Windows 11, it only works on Windows 10. So there's your constraint, right? You need to stay on Revit 18 and you need to stay on Windows 10 until that project goes to completion or until you upgrade the project and make sure all your consultants can upgrade the project to a later version of Revit. At that point, you can then migrate to a later version of the OS.
0: Now, as an IT provider, what do we do, um and what do you know, what should architects expect their IT provider to do in this regard when projects are lagging, um you know when projects are lengthy and um like is one project essentially preventing upgrading to a new system for years? I mean, is that is that what you're seeing? How do you manage that? So
1: you know, it's having conversations. Uh, it's understanding the workflow inside the firm and it's understanding where the project is. Because if a project is nearing completion, then maybe it's okay to wait three months, right, before it closes out and we can um, eliminate that older version of software off of the system. Um, but if it's something that is still gonna go on, then you know we have conversations about look, um, you know, this software is now end of life, the operating, we can't operate the operating system because of this let's figure out a way if we can upgrade this project. And a lot of times just by having those conversations and raising that question or concern, uh, we then get buy-in from the rest of the team that is fine to put the little extra effort into
0: operating the project and and moving on. Gotcha, now let's talk about individual setting. Um, so I'm on my laptop, um, What sort of what, what is your recommendation for those maybe that don't have IT support or you know, for home computers, uh, for those that do whatever, what is the, uh, what is the kind of setting you recommend? Cause you can set your updates, frequency and your like automate updates or not. How do you, how do you have it done on your computers at home?
1: Um, how do I have it done on my computers at home? <laughs> That's a good question because I also use the same tools we use to manage our business customers on my computers at home. So it's, it doesn't always work. The, I think the biggest challenge there is the fact that you can either set it to automatic or not automatic. So if you set it to automatic, it's gonna automatically try to install everything. If, it's, if you set it to manual, then you need to remember to at least check for updates, you know, at least once a month, right? So the suggested setting would be manual because you then get some control, but you also need to remember that. To check once a month to make sure. Okay, so there's security updates. I can manually choose which ones to install, and basically, that will, uh, you know, that will
0: help. That will help con- with more control and mitigating all the issues we're talking about. When you have it set manually, don't you get notifications of the updates anyway, or no? Depending on the operating system. So actually, I believe in both, in
1: Windows and in Mac OS, you can set it to check for updates, but not to install. Um, I know in Windows, there's a setting for that for sure. Mac OS is constantly changing, so I need to know if, like, if that's still an option. But yeah, if there's a setting to allow you to check for updates, but not to install, you basically get notifications, and then it allows you to choose the time when you want to install them. And you can also look in and select the updates that you want to install.
0: Gotcha. Since we're in the timeline, uh, you know, towards the tail end of 2021, as we're recording this, 11 and Windows 11 and Monterey are, are right now what we're dealing with. Would you can we finish off with maybe you listing a few desirable features that you find our clients are clamoring for in in either? Can you like isolate something that you can think of that would be uh, that would be desirable? To make the switch sooner. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you deal with this every day. Like, is there like I guess the, if it's okay. The answer is no. Is there anything clients are asking for? Like, hey, I want, I want upgrade because no. So XYZ.
1: I don't think there, So I don't think there's anything from the standpoint of a business case uh, in that mm-hmm. sense, right? I think it's more of when we want to use it, when we want to think there with, with things, right? So. Like in Windows, there's a new interface and it looks cool for some people. Some people absolutely hate it. So that's one other reason why you don't want to update is because the interface changes and you're like, where's all my stuff, right? So, I mean, that would be an interesting, um, I guess, an interesting scenario uh, in terms of upgrading to Windows 11 to learn the new interface or because it looks slicker and it's kind of a lot of people compare it to a Mac OS interface in that sense, where it's nicer icons, everything is kind of easy to find. Um, so that may be one of the benefits. But again, that can also be detrimental in terms of where do I find stuff now. On the Mac OS side, well, maybe I can ask you, like, you've used, what, Catalina before, and now you have Monterey. What are some of the features that you found more useful?
0: Ah, uh, now you put me on a spot. This is, <laughs> but what? Well, because I got a new comp, new Mac, right? I got a new computer, and that's, you know, with M1 chip. And I have not seen, you know, when the computer has fans, right? And the fans just start blowing out as soon as I open Teams, which you use, use internally for all communication, right? Mm-hmm. And by the way, we recommend that highly, or something similar like Slack, whatever. But Teams, what we use. And as soon as I open up Teams and we start talking, God forbid I send a picture or something, it's just the fans are whirling and, and it's noisy. And during a podcast, it would happen too. Um, but yeah, this I haven't heard of fan once yet, and I've been doing graphics and stuff like that. But anyway, not to pimp this out, um, what I'd say is this, like the stupidest feature that is really helpful for me is how easy it is to find the button called focus. So what what it does when I do deep work, um, it's so easy and tempting to get interrupted with chime here, you know, update you know notification there. you know and, and the beautiful thing about now this this new system and I, I'm sure there are tons of other really cool features like the way it's laid out, it's readability on the finder window. there's like these small things that that actually provide significant, I think productivity gains and just just simpler uh, simplifies workflows. like go find finding a file. In Finder is just uh, somehow is a lot easier. I don't know what they did, but anyway, this focus button so far to me has been extremely useful. And um, <laughs> I know how silly that sounds, but I you know I do a lot of we you know we do a lot of content and and we do a lot of deep work, thinking strategy, and those kinds of things. And yeah, I, I you know getting interrupted is 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 a travesty, man. That's um. The thing that with focus button does, it does the iPhone as well as a computer. So you just completely, oh, that's nice. bubble, in your bubble. Yeah, I like very that. nice. So that's my favorite feature. Awesome, awesome. But 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 I'm still a novice. I just started using it, and the only reason I upgraded is because I got a new computer. I had this update, as you said, I had this update queued up for me on my previous Mac, my MacBook Pro, but I didn't do it, just for the reasons that we discussed. Um, so very cool. Any parting um, wisdom you want to impart on to the audience in terms of maybe some tactical advice, the how-tos of, or what you've seen gone wrong with updates and non-updates? Oh,
1: well, I think we've covered a lot that can go wrong um, in this episode, right? So compatibility issues, user interface changes, all of that will impact your productivity in a negative way initially. Um, so, I think we should talk about some of the tactical um, steps because you don't want to, you know, lag in terms of this update because eventually all your other software is going to outgrow your current operating system, right? So, you will still need to upgrade eventually. It just has to be a planned process. And the way we usually work with clients is we identify one or two pilot people, right? So, people that can pilot. The new operating system, um, where they're more technically savvy and they're okay with some of the changes that are possibly there, and we also, you know, we have a spare in place with the old setup just in case. So we give them, you know, we give them the new operating system, we install the new software, and they start using it. And they're reporting, you know, we're checking in with them um, in terms of any issues that they're seeing, any anything that can come up and cause a business disruption. Right. So once we gather all that feedback and if they're reporting, look, everything is okay. We've tested this, we've tested this, this looks great. This is even better. We can, you know, we can, we can help. This can help our business even more. Right. At that point we can make a decision and roll out the upgrade to the whole uh, company. So basically, you know, the tactic here is have a few people test make sure all your applications and all your workflows are still functioning. And if you're a larger company that has kind of, you know, different departments, then you probably want one person from each department uh, to test it out uh, because the software is different, the tools are different, the workflows are different. And um, in that case, you can roll it out kind of department by department as well. Uh, But it has to be, you know, first tested and then it has to be kind of a one-time event for the whole company because we want to make sure that everybody's now using the same system. Because a lot of times we see incompatibilities between two different systems, as we talked about software, but also like if somebody's on Windows ten and somebody was Windows eleven, um, the people on Windows ten are now seeing some issue because the Windows eleven, you know, the Windows eleven users um, save the file some somehow different. So there's mm. stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So there's like never-ending complexities with as the systems get more complex and more complex, and more code is written to solve more problems. You know, it just it just uh, piles up. So that's great. So so basically, a staged rollout. Do 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 a pilot, then you know, with intentionality, you know, do the testing, roll it out uh, to the rest of the organization, and you know, here we go. We'll wait for next time. So those are the kinds of things that. You know, I guess uh, i t providers uh, good ones. Um, you know that's that's a big value. Well, it's part of the value. Uh, it's it's fairly sizable value because you know, um if you just knee jerk it, uh, this could be significant impact to the business productivity, upset people, you know clients not getting the right you know information, blah blah, blah. and uh, anyway, I, you know, I think this, this, this was very good. I think people might have questions on this particular topic because a lot of it is like situational or sometimes like we've, we've gone through concepts, but there's some situational stuff. So I want to open up an invitation. Folks who are watching or listening on the pod um, to reach it out to us with questions. Just go get archit.com. Um, go to uh, work with us, and you know you don't have to hire us for this. You can just ask a question. It's not a problem. We'd love to serve you and your whole company from your IT perspective needs. You know, take care of your IT needs. But you know, it's not how we work. We don't. You know, we don't have hard sales tactics. None of that. You can just fill out a form. Boys will get back to you. We'll have a conversation. We'll help you out. You know, we don't. You know, it's a long. We're in a long game. It, we're not. We're not here to you know scratch a living by you know aggressive sales tactics nothing like that so anyway feel free to reach out because it is situational. you know you might you might you might be on the windows 9 and then you know what to do and uh windows (laughs) 9 there's no windows 9 how about windows 3.1 i know there's one yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) anyway um I appreciate y'all watching and happy holidays if you are still listening to it in uh, December, 2021. If not, um, we appreciate your time anyway. And uh, all the best to you. Uh, Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone. Have an awesome, awesome day.